Chapter Three of The Sins of Silvertip the Fox. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Sins of Silvertip the Fox by John Breck. The Red Cow's Secret. Nibble Rabbit was so surprised at Watch's question that he stopped eating, and he was eating the delicious meal that Tommy had brought, so it was a big surprise, for that was just the question he didn't know how to answer. He'd hidden the red cow himself she was trusting him how could he show where she was when she was specially hiding from tommy i know said nibble at last but it isn't fair to tell why do you want her why i want her because we keep our cows in the barn not in the wet woods like you silly wild things watch answered smiling it doesn't matter anyway do you think i can't go sniffing around and find her for myself if you won't tell and he ran out a sly pink tongue well she's all wild and scary specially of men pleaded nibble you remember how she chased tommy before You'd better take him to the barn first and come back after her alone. Nibble still had an idea that Watch herded Tommy Peel the way he did the cows. That's perfectly true, Bunny, said Watch, and he went bounding off ahead of his boy, urging him to hurry as though he had something particularly interesting to show him and he had but he didn't know it as soon as they had finished the meal tommy had brought them dr muskrat went off to sleep on his sun-warmed stone spread out flat with his paws hanging over the edges and nibble went lippity-lippity up his tunnel in the thicket to tell the red cow watch was asking for her he heard the strangest noises as he came along but they weren't sad and scary she was talking to someone in a new voice very soft and gentle very loving and happy who's there nibble called red cow can i come come quick quick she lowed isn't it lovely that's why i was afraid i came here to hide so that no one could take it away from me then she added in her new voice it wasn't meant for nibble at all lie still we think nibble poked his head through the pickery things and peeked at her and he saw what she was talking about 
It was the cunningest little red calf with a white spot in the middle of its forehead. It had bright black eyes, wide open, and it perked a pair of wide round ears at Nibble. Then it tried to get up on its spindly legs, but they were pretty shaky. Does it seem all right? asked the red cow. It was her first calf, and she wasn't quite sure what to do with it. It seems very queer, said Nibble honestly. Of course it did to him, because baby rabbits are blind and haven't any fur. Can't I call Dr. Muskrat? He was wondering, too, whether he oughtn't to call Watch and Tommy. Yes, go call the doctor, said the red cow. You just ought to have seen Dr. Muskrat wake up when he heard Nibble squeal for him so excitedly. I'm coming, I'm coming, he called in his high, thin voice, and he flopped along through Nibble's tunnel as fast as ever he could, for his webby paws aren't meant for running. What is it? he asked and then he saw the little calf and it sniffed its turned-up nose at him with the cunning pink tongue-tip showing he walked all around it inspecting it very carefully it seemed strange to him too because baby muskrats are born as blind and helpless as baby rabbits is there anything the matter with it asked the red cow anxiously i think not he said sensibly excepting that it's pretty cold and shivery you must lick it hard and get its blood to circulating so she licked and licked it and her tongue was very strong and very gentle because that's one of the things all cows' tongues are made for. And the baby calf grew livelier and livelier, and pretty soon it got up on its spindly legs, waving its little tail that was still too new to have a tassel on it. Now what'll I do? asked the red cow. Eat it advised dr muskrat so she did though it took quite a little coaxing to show the silly baby how to find what he wanted but the milk was trickling from the corners of his little mouth in about three minutes and then wasn't he happy let me say madam began dr muskrat in his most professional tone that is the most remarkable youngster i have ever attended you see he was only used to bunnies and muskrats and field mice but the red cow heaved a great sigh of pride when she heard that and just wasn't she the happiest cow in the world nevertheless went on the doctor 
this is no place for it you should have a nice quiet hole for it there's nothing in the woods big enough for you i believe the barn is where you ought to be but they'll take it away from me moaned the red cow getting all scary again not if you trust tommy put in nibble rabbit eagerly madam if you'll take an old muskrat's advice said the doctor you will place your confidence in tommy peel he used those long words because they sounded wise and important and the red cow was really impressed all right she agreed and on the word nibble rabbit darted out across the broad field and down the pasture where he could see watch and tommy peel End of chapter three